Hello friends, welcome back to the show. The following conversation is with Dara Olanio. He is a lawyer and a writer. Expect to learn how our mentality shapes us. Do Africans view our culture as inferior to those of other continents? Which country do I prefer their interpretation of love and marriage? And why Afrobeats has recently become a worldwide phenomenon? And so much more. I really enjoyed this conversation with Dara. He's someone that is very vocal about his views and has a deep understanding of what he's talking about. So it's, it's fascinating. And so I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. Um, this, this is not going to be the last time that he's going to um, be on the pod. You might, be, you might be listening, but you have not yet subscribed to the podcast. So I'm going to give you about three seconds to do that now. I will, I will keep quiet. Here we go. Thank you for subscribing. Um, what, what that's going to do is that it's going to help me attract bigger guests and um, talk to more important people and really bring interesting conversations to you guys. So thank you so much. And so ladies and gentlemen, Dara Olanio. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much, man. Yeah. Okay. The, the first question, the first question that, that I want to ask is, um, how stressful was getting your PVC? Because I've been hearing stories about places that you know that knowing like places aside from where I'm staying, how crazy it was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you won't even believe I've not gotten my PVC yet. What happened? I like I had my PVC since 2019. Yeah. Mm. But that one got damaged. Funny story, I lost my wallet. Mm. Then I found, there some guys found the wallet for me. Okay. In some bush, like a year after I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they brought mm. it back to my hall of residence in UI, Bilo. Because mm. yeah, I graduated yeah. at it. Uh, yeah, yeah, then the Bilo all called me. And like gave me like my ID card and a bunch of stuff back. But then my PVC was damaged because I tried to use to register at the bank. And yeah. the bank said they couldn't find it on the system. So I basically applied for a new one. And I've been going, these guys have just been posting me, posting me. And every time they post me, I tell them, ah, so I won't vote this year. Then I'll be like, ah, no, 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 you vote, you vote. <laughs> okay, when will I vote? <laughs> like, this thing is in a few weeks. Yeah. I've not got to my Yeah. Yeah, I say you vote, you vote. Is is I'm 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 convinced it's a tactic. A friend of mine is a friend of mine in Lagos, same thing, mm. same thing. He went five times, five times. No, and to you make know, my what me, I don't even understand this. Shebi is like an entire digital system, yeah. Yeah. If I have my VIN, why yeah. does it matter? That I don't have the physical PVC. You get. I understand. Like, shouldn't I understand there be a way mm, I can give you my VIN? Like it's an identification number. Mm. I'll give you my VIN. You. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I, I get to vote. It shouldn't be so difficult. That's reasonable. But you know, Nigeria now, if we never create problem. Yeah, yeah, we never, we have not started. That's actually uh, reasonable. Given that, given that the, the new systems, um, the way the new system works is that every, every, um, every POS, this, every election center has a particular number of people that can only vote there. Exactly. So, it, it, there'll be, there, there's no way that 
they will not be able to identify you. And also, there's no way that, mm-hmm. like you, you vote in center, you then enter bike, <laughs> enter car, but start going to center this thing. And exactly. immediately your VIN works. It's not going to work in another place again. It cannot another happen. Place again. Yeah, like, another place will recognize your VIN because your VIN is not under the word. Do you get? Yeah. But yeah. you know, like, like it's like one of my, like, I, I usually tell one of my guys, you know, if you if you look at Nigeria's problems, like, these guys are trying to move forward. Yeah. Then you'll be confused because you'll be like, ah, isn't isn't it so obvious? But then when you realize that these guys are not trying to move forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. starts to make sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I just yeah. I just said let me start with that, sir. Yeah. Because mm. now it's a it's a spaz now. It's a spaz now and it's it's crazy now. Yeah, imagine imagine like we, we we have lost a comrade like this now. Yeah. There are many more. I read that I read somewhere that I think it was just only one state or something like that. Sha, that over okay. nine over nine hundred thousand people did not collect their PVC. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Wow, that that's yeah. just and with this thing that he said now, personally, it should because if you carry your VIN and you go to the place, it should it should work. You should be able to vote. There's no reason why you should be able to vote. But you know, it's just what it is. What it is. Well, you got your BBC now, Abi. Yeah, Enugu is chill now. Enugu is chill. And, uh, and to be fair, to be fair, we have someone that we know someone that that works in the distance. Yes, okay. So okay. my own uh nepotism is working for good. <laughs> you understand? At at most um, in I would argue that in Igbo states they are not joking. Like I don't even understand what I'm saying. You understand? In, you hear some of these things about um in Lagos that like hey, that my friend that I told you about he's Igbo, and so if an Igbo man is coming, like let, let's assume for a second that they are actually beginning it, that they are, they are, they are, they are trying to work it now. If you see an Igbo man that is coming, that is coming for his PVC. You probably don't want him to collect the PVC. Let's assume that um, you probably don't want him to collect his PVC yeah. because there's a reasonable chance that the person he's going to vote for vote for yes, the underdog. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. What it is? Uh, how do you define mentality? Like because because I'm trying to lay a reasonable groundwork for what what we're about to discuss. How would you how would you define mentality? Uh, very simply, mentality will be like a lens through which you view the world, mm. basically. Yeah. Do you understand? I think um, like at, at the very core, it's like the lens through which you view the world. It's like your perspective, basically. Your mentality is your perspective. Perspective of how things work. Well, that's, that's the sense. That makes sense. Okay, and so um, they, they are, they are, I would imagine that there will be different types now. They are, they are over, over, over. As we, as we grow older, we see different types of mentality and everything. And so uh, yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, uh, I, I don't even feel like um, like uh, each person is just one thing. Do you get? What do you like, mean? Like uh, a person's. I don't feel like each person is just one mentality like you can't just say someone is just this you know no no nobody is that uh, nobody's personality is that flat nobody's personality is that basic human beings are complex okay so i feel like uh overall someone's worldview mm-hmm. do you understand will mm-hmm. be like a combination of perspectives 
Do you understand? Based on their background, their temperament, many factors. Do you yeah, get? Yeah. So there's a worldview, then there's a mentality. So of course, yeah, there are different types of mentalities. It's you could, yeah, it's a word that you can basically attach any adjective. To. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. It's just basically um, understanding how a person views the world from a certain mm-hmm. angle. Do you understand? Okay, how, yeah. would, how, how would you differentiate between a worldview and mentality? I mean, I'm trying to understand that. How did okay. Uh, okay, so how I would say it is, your, your worldview is the sum total of how you see the world. Okay. Do you understand? And yeah. how you interact with the world. Okay. While, your, while a mentality is... Is more situation specific. Do you understand? I understand. It's I understand. more, yeah. It's like uh, I'm trying to think of an analogy that can cover it. It's like worldview is um, Champions League. Okay. And mentality is <laughs> Barcelona. I don't know why I opted for a football analogy. I know nothing about football. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. The, the, what I'm try, trying to communicate is Shadi. Whole and the parts. You understand? Okay, okay. Is 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 able to put it like this? That what views, what views? Um, how you how you see the world? How you see? Um, I'll say this part of reality of what's going on. And mentality is how you approach it. Is that is that a reasonable way to put it? Uh, well, I I would say yes in the sense that. Your mentality would influence how you approach specific situations. Do you understand? Yes. 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 But your worldview is the sum total of how you do view the world. So yes, actually that is correct. Okay. Um, yes, in a manner, it's correct. Okay. Okay. And so, um, given that, um, well, what we plan to discuss was, you know, we plan to discuss about um, victim mentality. Uh, I like, yeah. I, li- I like to, I, I like this, I like, I like when people first like. Before they have, before they get into any discussion, I always like to know that you know, the, the person I'm, I'm I'm discussing with understands, like to, what exactly to, they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, to just and what they are talking about. And the best way yeah, to yeah. ask that person that type of questions is is for the person to still man the, the other side. Mm. Do you understand? Okay. And the, so if if I'm discussing with someone, let's say you're having a religious argument, you say still man the atheist view as a, as someone that is from as someone that is a religious person and the person around you so how would you still man that um, victim mentality because it's it's not it's not unreasonable it's not unreasonable that people have uh more god like, okay, okay just, just just i don't put words in your mouth just um still man the vic- victim mentality like the that idea you can you can define it and then still man it like what what exactly is the point that the people that have this type of mentality what exactly are they trying to communicate? No, I don't know what's going on, but it's network. Even smile is failing me now. <laughs> tell, tell the powers That's that be. Tell, tell the powers that be that they should use Starlink. Nah. Yeah, if like that Starlink with the way now. It's Starlink as well. It's for it's for the I big. Don't know it's for what the, is going on. So yeah, um, so what you said. So you like to define. Yes. The, yes, and to still man the argument. Stillman, what, what what does that mean? Like um, make a case for them. 
Like, it be, it's just normal debates now. You know, before you dismantle someone's argument, you first make a case. Try You make you have to display that you understand everything um, they're saying. So, still man, the argument. Still man, the victim okay. mentality position. Yeah. So, um, first of all, it's, it's not really victim mentality. No, that's a different thing entirely. Mm. Um, it's slave mentality. Slave mentality. So, and how it differs is that um, I'm guessing victim mentality is as a victim in every given situation. Okay. Yes, which is one, which is a societal phenomenon. Okay. But the slave mentality that I'm referring to is a mentality that is particularly common amongst colonized people. Do you understand? Yes. Where they have this ingrained belief of the superiority of Western countries. Do you understand? or um, European countries that colonized them, yeah, and yeah. an ingrained um, belief in the inferiority of their own person, their culture, their way of life, their perspectives, do you understand? understand. Their, their, their realities, okay. a belief in the inherent inferiority of your, your own self and the superiority of someone else. And you know, of course, it's it's a very difficult it's a very difficult conversation to have. You know, I'm like I'm on my class group page. I'm a nuisance because I'm always accusing people of slave mentality. I had about I had about you. We had about you. <laughs> I know people are always giving me back, like uh, because yeah. it's a very tough conversation to have. It's a difficult thing to tell someone that you think less of yourself. You understand? And you know, these are people that, as individuals, they don't think less of themselves. Do get? They could meet. Uh, uh, you know, maybe an individual of maybe from an from an from a Western country or from a European country, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't particularly think themselves as individuals less. Do you understand? Okay. Strictly, strictly speaking, mm -hmm. but on a more general scale of the identity, do you understand? Of okay. who they are mm -hmm. as people, where they come from, their heritage. Okay. There is that subtle feeling of inferiority, and you know, it is so. It's so pervasive, it's so subtle that it shows in everything, literally everything, from uh, from from governance to education to entertainment to day-to-day -day interactions. You understand? Even memes on the internet, it shows in basically everything. That is how that is how pervasive a mentality is. So it's like it's it's a very fundamental way through which people view life that meant sometimes people aren't particularly aware of you get so it's always a difficult conversation to have um like you said in their defense you know you have to consider the fact that most people don't care about lofty concepts like heritage or you know nationality or where i come from or culture mm -hmm. most people don't care it's like most yeah, people just want to yeah, live yeah. their lives be with their friends you know exactly do their work make money they don't really care about this. Yeah, I shall shake the ass oh. on the yacht. <laughs> exactly. So, when 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 people are confronted with these ideas, so to speak, it doesn't really mean anything to them. They have no reason to look beyond the reality they've always known. Just what I'm saying. Okay. So if I don't really care about culture or heritage or where I come from, there are many things that will fly over my head about how I view myself, because I, I'm not really bothered about 
that aspect or that idea. Do you understand? Okay. So, you know, most people are born in a world where African countries are doing poorly. You know, um, the countries where they come from are doing poorly. Yeah. They've learned over time from young, on TV, media, in day-to-day interactions with people, adults. They've learned over time to associate themselves and their identity with that backwardness. Do you understand? Interesting. While associating the identity and culture of people in more developed countries with development. So it's a simple, oh, these are the cool kids and these are the uncool kids. You know, it's like in school. Yeah, but... Everybody knows. It's not like you ever go to a class to say, hmm, this is what we define as a cool kid. Cool yeah. kid. You understand? They just have it. Everybody just knows. Just knows. But, but, just but, but wouldn't you say okay. that, at least to, to a reasonable extent, we should... That obviously people people admire um, places where the grass is greener. Wouldn't you say that to a reasonable extent that they should, you know, like there's nothing wrong in admiring things that other countries have. But is it? Are you saying that you can admire the things that, that other countries have, but not? I don't say cultural things, not things that will strip you of your identity. I, an example, yes. an example of this is that you can admire that they have a very good police force and people don't die ridiculously. But at the same time, you may not admire, um, let's say, some parts of their music. I, I, I think um, culture, as in music, culture can come out through music or the way they interact yes. with each other. Is it, is it, am I getting you? Am I getting you? Exactly. You know, it's the idea that it's it's a it's a fallacy of association. Uh-huh. You get. So you say um, because this guy has nice Nikes. Yeah. Because this guy has nice shoes. Okay. He to be a kind person. Do you get yeah. When you spell it out like that, it makes no sense. But it's the subtle assumption that people make. You know, you assume that because these people are technologically advanced, you know, because they have systems that work, then it automatically means everything, like it automatically means that if you also want to have a system that works, mm. you have to strip down everything that you are and take on everything that they are. Okay. Do you understand? understand. So if they, because their system works, that means we must copy that system. Not thinking uh-huh. about can we get our own system or how are we going to arrange exactly. our own system. Exactly. You know, okay. you know, pro- progress is not anybody's birthright. It's an ideal. Yeah. Do you get progress, development? It means different things for different people, different contexts, different realities. I know this is one this is one clapback you often hear from people that uh, that are very defensive about their statement. That if you say uh why don't you go back to where I'm living in the huts and uh, walking barefoot? Do you get? Why are you driving cars? Why are you using phones? Mm, mm. And it always makes me laugh. Your identity as a person has nothing to do with technology that is used at the time. That's even ridiculous. That's even ridiculous. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, <laughs> what if you ask if you ask any basic historian, basical, they'll tell you that if you look at if you if you look across all uh, different cultures, that one thing that you see about technologies that for some weird reason all of them invented the whale like they had whales do you understand so you see yeah. africans africans had whales the europeans they had whales the chinese they had that the whale do you understand what i'm saying so there was that technology that even though that they were these people at that time they they had not uh, met each other but there was that form of like yeah. the whale you understand it was, cost, was, it was constant yes exactly in different areas exactly precisely you get so it's that is that is that fall is that it's 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 a fallacious thinking you think oh because this person drives a nice car do you understand uh, okay. i need to talk like him 
I need to walk like him because I want to drive a nice car too. Yeah, but you can drive a nice car <laughs> and still be yourself. Do you understand? understand? And it's why I'm always particularly grateful for Asian communities because they're like an example to shut that argument down. The idea that you, you, can embrace, you can embrace technology sharing, you can borrow technology, you can borrow concepts, you can borrow ideas from others while still maintaining your own identity, do you understand, and a sense of self, doing things your own way, knowing when, okay, uh, this thing worked for this person here, but it can't work for me here because this, 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 and that, you get Yes. Learning how to be your own person. Mm. And the reason why it is difficult for, for um, African societies in general is because it's difficult for you to hold on to something that you genuinely think is inferior or is useless. Do you understand? Oh. And the more we continue to progress, the more we continue to progress in a society that relegates our identity, that constantly associates it with negativity or under underdevelopment or regressiveness. Okay. You have less of a need for it. Do you understand? I see. The more they would have less of an attachment. I see. So, to so, that identity. So it says, and it will get to a point where preserving it will be, will be will, preserving it won't be more than just a uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It will just be an academic exercise. Nobody will really care about these things anymore. Do you understand? In a matter of time, okay. we will just become like this um, identity mongrel of black people constantly trying to be like what we think our idea of development is. Do you understand? I understand. So essentially, you're saying, in some form, in some form, slave slave mentality might be brought about this idea that uh, this idea of I don't say self self hatred or like something like cultural hatred, like the way the way you 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 are brought up doing things or the way you used to do things, you don't you you prefer you want to swap it with other people's own because you don't like how you, you the way you do things. It 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 it, 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 it might not even be. It might not even be that because you know some people grew up some people grew up wealthy. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. You know, and a, a large part of this problem is the Nigerian middle class. Do you understand? But okay. it still goes back to this uh, this uh, dislike for identity. You know, and it's very common in the in the South here, especially. Okay. People 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 get richer. Okay. People get richer. They move up the socioeconomic class, okay. and they instantly start start fine tuning their life. To be as Western as possible. Do you understand? Okay. Uh, they don't want their children to speak the native language again. Do you understand? Okay. You know, they prefer English. They take their children to education schools so they can sound uh, uh, more Western. Do you understand? Yeah. So they so they, so they, uh, they give them are. give them <laughs> you get it. They give them <laughs> English sounding names. Do you understand? They they. They, you know, they just, there's this, there's this gradual shift away from, you know, we, people even make jokes about that, you know, they don't, they don't eat traditional foods anymore. You know, they eat nice, nice, nice meals. You get, like, it, it's just this, um, it's just this, it's subtle, but it's there. And you can't really blame parents. You can, like, you can't blame the individual parents because they are living in a larger society. They are just trying to set their children up. The way they know we'll is going to favor those children. Yeah, in the future. Yeah, they're trying to set 
they're trying to set their own lifestyle up in, in the way that they know will get them will get them more credibility in their society. You get it. So the effect is now the effect is now this sort of gradual unconscious westernization. Not because not because if you asked them that are you ashamed of being a Nigerian, they will tell you yes or you know, most people actually say yes, they're ashamed of being Nigerian. So not yeah, because yeah. if you ask them <laughs> not because if you ask them, are you ashamed of your identity as a person? You say yes, I'm ashamed of who I am as a person. Or because they would completely derail from how they were brought up. Do you get okay. yeah. not, not necessarily that. It's just that they just think these things are better. Do you get They think it's better to um, speak a certain way. They think it's better to dress a certain way. They think it's better to live a certain way. They think uh, 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 certain things mm. are better. Even when there is no rational basis behind it to have these opinions yeah. they just they just feel it's just better it's just better it's just better it's just better right and so they just gradually move in that direction so that's why sometimes you see you see you could see a a a 45 year old yoruba man mm. very calm yoruba man that speaks yoruba very deep yoruba knows many probably knows a lot of proverbs and stuff you get mm. his favorite food is amala otamala you get with uh, plenty with do and begiri and shit. Yeah. Uh, but give that man a little money and let him have children. And you would see he doesn't want his children to speak like him. You get. He doesn't want them to like the things he likes. He likes. Not because he's ashamed of. I mean, it is who he is that brought him here. If you ask him, ah, Mister, Mister, maybe Mister Drojaye, are you proud of who you are? You probably say yes. I'm very proud of who I am. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily because he's ashamed of who he is as an individual, but because he has learned that all these things, subconsciously he has learned that all these things that constitute who he is as an individual are a disadvantage. Or, 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 he, or he believes that, that all these things that he has been doing, that he's just like in level one, that there is a level better. And parents will always want to help make their children step up to the next level. Exactly. My... Exactly. Say, you say it's because it's because it's because uh, it's because you know my parents didn't have money now. We're local. Yeah. So my... now that I have money, <laughs> I understand. I want to give my children a good life. Did you get? Yeah. My sister, my, my sister and her husband, they made this very interesting decision. They have three children. They have three children. None of them, okay. none, none of them have um, English names. And so me, me the me, I have two. I have two English names. I have Daniel and Excel. Yes, and so okay. I remember the first time she named her f- the, f- the, f- the first child, and the name was long. Tikibo name, you understand? <laughs> <laughs> so and I asked her that what's up? That ah, that ah, I come Zena does not have. We call him Zena. His, his name is Alex Zena. That's it. What's good? Okay. Yeah, the home okay. of the home of the king. You understand? Oh, wow. So we now ask we now we now ask that ah, that and I now ask that why why is it that she. That he doesn't have an English name. She, she just looked at me that and was like, uh, Shegu, does Prince Charles have an Igbo name? I burst into laughter. <laughs> they were like, Prince Charles does not have an Igbo name. So why should I guy? Why, why should I name my child? Why should I name my exactly. child? Listen. And so exactly. It's it's crazy now because they, they they go to British schools, or like you understand all these all these schools. Yeah. But that that this I to the, recently they have started speaking Igbo too. You understand? They are, I think the oldest is seven. So I feel that there is this 
there's this um a desire to preserve to be to preserve our culture i also feel that it's reasonable what he said is incredibly reasonable I, personally i think well, if i if i sorry. see okay let me, let me just cut in here because there's something that i really want to point out okay. you know that is the that is the insidious thing about slave mentality okay now your 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 decision your sister made mm. very awesome do you understand okay but what i will point out is we are going to see more and more people making such decisions because just like I, I'm not trying to speak to your sister and her husband's intent, you know. Okay, okay. This could have been an idea she had since she was young. You get. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm, I'm going to say that we're going to start seeing more of such decisions because it is now trendy. Okay, okay, it's not trendy to just name it. Oh. <laughs> just name it. And that, that's the that's the insidious thing about slavery. Everything is, you know, the moment it becomes acceptable in the West or in Europe, yeah. then it is handed down to, to the peasants. To we the Negroes. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to yeah, cut that part of your house, 45, I beg. <laughs> but yeah, it's now, it's, it's now handed down. Mm. Get? Mm. And it's only handed down in steady doses. I'll give you an example, a very classic example, Afrobeats. Look at the explosion in the popularity of Afrobeats. And not just globally, mm. in Nigeria. Fam, you were alive, you were alive in the days of Nigerian music is trash. You were yes, alive and well. Yes. And it's only when it's, it's only when we are listening to, bro. You knew that most of your friends back then to like Nigerian music was the unpopular thing. Maybe people only like Nigerian music for parties when it's time to go on social night. We have many part, part, party songs though. To be fair, even if they say Natavu, likes Nigerian. But nobody is listening to Nigerian music seriously. You get nobody's nobody's expecting our guys to be awarded. We're constantly talking down on our artists, saying our artists sing trash. Even though you know when, when when you look at when you look at a lot of what people call trash, it's just local slangs that they don't care to know. And the genres that these same people look up to, hip hop, R&B, mm. also constitute a lot of slangs and general jargons. You get that these guys just. See. But you you see the average Nigerian youth that time reading articles, you know, during computer class when you're supposed to be listening to your teacher. Like reading articles of computer class. <laughs> <laughs> you get trying to understand what this slang means and what that slang means yeah, and where yeah. this person was coming from so they can so they can you know have it in the discussion show that they are smart but you know when it comes to slangs from your own you know it's just rubbish there's nothing to it it has to be rubbish there's nothing to investigate there so when you know thanks to the hard work of afrobeat artists you know mm -hmm. that at least you know we thank god that um you know one thing i always say is why i feel afrobeat survived is that music is the major form of entertainment you get so yeah. we have music we have, uh, we have media that's visual media mm. and then we have uh, books books aren't really popular for obvious reasons you know movies you know not everybody has a tv not everybody can go to the cinema you, you get you know movies is just about music yeah music is everywhere radio yeah. someone is blasting on the speaker you don't need mm. to look at it to hear it you can be standing you can do something like so it's easily accessible. Yeah. So thankfully, the popularity of Afrobeat popularity in Nigeria was still driven by the streets, the masses. 
people who aren't educated enough to hate themselves yet. Wow. Do you, do, do you understand what I'm saying? So that, that is the energy these guys were able to feed off. Oh. All these damn mohits that time. That was yeah. the energy we were able to feed Soon, they up to concerts and people storming their concerts. This is when particular people that had money. You know, that's why our celebrities went so well. They didn't have money, but they had the love. You get. Yeah. And these guys were able to capitalize on that to get attention of the West. You know, it started in 2010 with uh, the band. You know now that yeah, uh, that that for that. Yeah, yeah. When 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 they started saying that the band has done the Illuminati. Uh, so um, the. The, something something that I find I find interesting is I don't know maybe maybe it's because we as in we are the ones that were colonized you know when you are the one that, 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 that when you are the one that gets colonized you'll have to learn their language although although there are yes. obvious arguments that you know uh, places like Singapore got colonized to know this but what I'm trying to say is that you watch we, we are we are trained in such a way that you learn how to pronounce their words you understand like there is no even as a Nigerian, there's no, um, how will I put this? There's no excuse for you not, not to learn how to pr pronounce words properly. Like, even if I mess it up now, let's say I say tomato. There's someone that will probably be, a, that, there's someone that, that will probably be listening to this part and be like, Ugh. you understand? And, mm -hmm. the, and the person's name is in Kechi, for example. You understand? Yeah, now, exactly. But, but for, you, you, we, we watch me, I watch football every time, and Iha Nacho is playing. Mm -hmm. His, the correct pronunciation is Iha Nacho. What they are looking mm. for. That's pronounced for the They call it Ihanacho. Ihanacho. And in my mind, to my what? mind, yeah, yeah, they do. It's, as, it's almost as if, like, like they, 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 they understand that with that, that's a different name and I cannot just pronounce it. And we, we try as much as we can to learn how to pronounce their name. Like, nothing will stop those, uh, what's it called? Those well paid millionaires of, um, you know, they are, they are commentators to just call one Igbo woman one time and be like, okay, okay, fine. This is a Nigerian name, yes. Pronounce it. And after like, <laughs> after like three minutes, he gets his rights. You notice that they do it for other cultures. Nobody calls Gabriel Jesus Gabriel Jesus. Exactly. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is that they call it Jesus. So is they learn these guys, they will pronounce German tongue-twisting, tongue-destroying German and Russian names. They will learn how to pronounce them correctly. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. But they, they don't bother to learn Juget, um, uh, um, African, in quotes, names. Juget. And it's not really... me. I don't, I don't hold it against Europeans. I don't even particularly hold it against Nigerians or Africans. Okay. It's, it just pains me sometimes that a lot of people lack the consciousness. But like I said, it's just what it is. You know, when people are born into a world where there's a hierarchy, they can detect it. These are the cool kids. These are the ones everybody wants to be like. These are the ones everybody wants to interact with. And then these are the dead guys. You get mm. nobody, not even the dead guys, wants to be the dead guys. Yes. What, what, what you see is, for example, now, many people know how to pronounce. Chimamanda's name, because they are DJ. You know, yeah. they, they would struggle. They would struggle, or you can see the genuine efforts. The willingness to, to learn. So that's what will tell you that Africans are not condemned to being at the bottom of the barrel. You get. We are at the bottom of the barrel. 
that is why we get this treatment. That is why we treat ourselves this way. You get. If we were to move in, in areas where individuals um, succeed, African individuals succeed, and they make their cultural identity a core part of them, you get indivisible from them. And you talk about the likes of uh, Chimamanda, for example. You get. She's very vocal about an Nigerian identity. Always, yeah, always wearing the cultural clothes at all times. Uh, to a fair extent, you get. Yes, yes. In, in the in the performative things like uh, name. Clothing, mm. you get. She's very insistent on those things, using Igbo language in her books from time to time. You get. Okay, yeah. So you see that she has risen to the peak of, you know, where one can get to as an author. You get. You're talking about all-time greats. She's yes. probably going to be there. Yes. So now people who look up to her, who admire, who respect her, are because of that feeling they have towards her, are now taking on the task of learning the. Uh, you know, learning some of the things they say in our books, how to pronounce our name, some of these evil words. Yeah. But individual efforts are not enough to turn it around. You get it is a national identity, and the trick is, in so far as you know, <laughs> nobody is going to nobody is going to realize it for us. In so far as we don't realize the value of our own identity, we would never develop up to the point of others realizing it for us. Does that make sense? No. Should, no, should I come again? Yeah, come again. Come again. Explain okay. it again. I was okay. I, I was on the Afrobeat train of thought before. Uh, zoom, zoom, uh, zoom, zoomed. So what I was trying to explain was that, do you understand? Nice genre, you know. For if you want to get upbeat, you want to nod your head, you get. Okay. okay. That, that's what Afrobeat was. That's what Afrobeat is now. Okay. The only difference now in the burst of popularity is that 2010-2012 period where the West began to embrace Jiget, Afrobeats, Jiget. Mm, mm. uh, people started to see our artists, our top artists, perform with top artists from other countries, get their respect. Uh, radio stations abroad started to play our music. Uh, some of these, uh, you know before, BET used to give Nigerian artists their awards backstage. Did you know that? No. no Did you know I'm, that? I'm surprised. Yeah. Wait, chill, At what time? At what time was this? Like, which, which year was this? This was pre twenty ten. I'm not exactly sure of the time frame. What but the, the band collected award backstage. You get so the moment these guys, you know, they started to award us upstage. You get mm. that? Um, oh, that, oh, these guys are actually cooking something nice here. The uh, interest from Kanye from PDD them. You get then mm, 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 that mm. wave of Afrobeats came. All of a sudden. Every Nigerian became a fan of Afrobeats. You get Afrobeats was not like our thing. You get yeah. But the only reason Afrobeats survived that long, the only reason Afrobeats wasn't completely murdered by the slave mentality of the middle class that had already condemned Afrobeats as an unserious yeah yeah genre of music pre twenty ten, okay, is because. Like I said, easily accessible form of entertainment. So these guys still had the mass support of the masses. You get people who aren't westernized enough to start to dislike their culture. You get people who aren't ashamed to sing Olamide mm. or to sing, uh, you know, songs that sound very Yoruba. You get or sound very Igbo. People that aren't ashamed to jam these songs and say these are my these are my regular jams. You know, these are not just what I dance to at the party. These are what I plug in my earphones and listen to. You get yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because is because Afrobeats was able to feed off the support for these guys, from these guys. 
that was the only reason Afrobeat was able to maintain its originality long enough to get for them to start getting that attention from the West before it's now fed back on Nigerians. Yes. Nigerians got it. So it's as if we, we collected a cue from the West that, oh, it's as if people's stuff is cool now. Exactly. It's US. If it had been left to middle class Nigerians, they'd be ah, Nigerian music is shit, the lyrics are trash. They would have turned every Nigerian musician to a low budget usher or Chris Brown. And they still won't buy your music. <laughs> like, after they make you, after they talk down on you, they okay. talk down on what makes you unique. Yeah. What, what makes you distinct? After they mm. talk down on it, and they, you know, they say you should be more like these guys because this is how this is how music should be. This is what music is. This is what good music sound sounds like. They still won't buy your stuff because you can never imitate these people that you are not as good as the original. Do you get? No matter how how hard you try, you're not going to be as good as the original. And that's why you see Nigerian rap struggles. It's not a natural market. You get yeah, it's yeah. not something that appeals to the mm. normal Nigerian ear. Yeah. It only appeals to middle if class Nigerians that up, up. exactly trace listening to all these hip hop artists. And then these middle class kids that grew up jamming these guys are not going to pick Vector over Eminem. <laughs> then did you get they're they're never going to pick they're never, they're never going to pick MI over over Drake or over Lil Wayne. Did you get yeah. You are just not going to do it as good as them because it is not you. It's not your identity. It's not the style you are using. So that's what saved Afrobeats. And that is, you know, that's why Nollywood never survived. That's why Nollywood never survived. You know, of course, the the, the budget comes into it. You know, yeah. um, movie making is a much more budget intensive enterprise than music yeah. making. Yeah. But beyond just the budget, okay, mm-hmm. now we have money. You know, now we have many directors that are in league with Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what stories are we telling? What stories are we choosing to tell? Um, high school drama. I knew you, I knew you yeah. were going to have that. Yeah, I knew you were no, like, going because, to come because out it's, it's, it's right there. It's right there. High I school like, drama. I, I like Brotherhood, though, I must say. I don't no, know I, I haven't even seen it. Well, I've, heard, yeah. I've heard good reviews, yeah, so I'll check yeah, it out. Yeah, it, it, it explored, it explored it, crime in Lagos. There's blood oh, cry, wow. crime in Lagos between two brothers, um, most God, um, Files and what's the name of this other gentleman? I think Toby. The Files, I hope, was, the, I hope Files they, was the police. Files was, yeah, they, they, they spoke in Yoruba now. So, um, okay. I hope they are. What do you say? Mosque tropes. You, you hope what? I hope there are not too many Hollywood tropes. Hollywood what, tropes. Hollywood what, tropes. What, what do you mean? Like, like uh, for example, now, uh, have you seen King of Boys? Did you see the, the series? Uh, the series, no. I just saw the the the, the first one. The series, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't okay. want to. Okay. There was, to. there was, you know, it it, it was, they are they are Nigerian godfathers. Okay. They are Nigerian crime lords. Okay. There's a way they act. Do you understand? Yeah. Then there is a way Hollywood has taught you that, that, that a they cool, act. A cool crime boss will act. Will act, which is wrong. So you have, you get, you have Shola Shoba Shoba Ali. Uh, who is supposed to be an a, a, like basically a, a talk from Lagos, mm. from the streets in Lagos, mm. and then you have a wouldn't wind up. Say, gentlemen, trying, trying, trying desperately to fit into that trope. Yeah, you get. Yeah, and that is what is killing 
could kill in our vibe. A, a good example, yeah. a good example of what you say. You're saying the um ah, I forgot the name of this 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 Italian Italian mafia this thing. Italian the Godfather. Mafia. No, not the Godfather. That it was this guy that acted it. Ah, uh, he's chubby like this. I forgot his name. I forgot his name. But he, he acted in the Sopranos. Is it Sopranos? I think it's the Sopranos. Okay. The main character, okay. I forgot, I've forgotten his name. He acted, he acted as a, as a don so well. The way he was dressing, the way he was, you know, they, they're all about family and stuff now. Yeah. He acted about it so well that after, at one point, he received a call and it was an actual crime lord, <laughs> Italian mafia <laughs> guy that told him, see, you are doing well, but there's only one problem. He said, what? <laughs> he said, the don, the don, the don does not wear tricotta. You know how he used to wear tricotta. If, if you have ever seen the series, he said that's the only problem. Boy, every all of your acting, perfect. You are getting it. I and you see that, that that's how the he got how the Italians behave. It's as if that we we are ashamed of how you understand how because his look how yeah 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 yeah. It's not cool enough mm. and. You know, you also, you also, because like you said, constantly steal money, like making a case for them. You also have to understand that many of these directors, all the cool crime movies they grew up watching were Hollywood movies. Did yeah. You get? yeah. When they think of, okay, I'm a director, I want to portray a crime because, lord. They've yeah. seen. He's got what they think of are the Hollywood movies they've seen. Did you get? Yeah, it's got for And they can't think or they have no willingness to think beyond that box yes you get that themselves yeah. in because they genuinely think ah, this is a cool criminal overlord scene this one will be cool this one will be flimsy or ras or whatever yeah. you get it's probably it's probably very funny uh, i don't know it's, it's just be funny because the the actual fact is that a crime lord you understand we will be where we will be working his abada and when he's going to shoot he's not going to wear suits his boys will wear suits you understand they wear ras something but yes i you i can imagine the scene where where they are, they are going to kill the wife of the other gang this scene and she's he, she's pound, she's pounding him she's uh, pounding him the carry gun and just bust inside you understand <laughs> in king of boys the series um the shalashima wali had this weird ass bodyguard always wearing suits we say yes oba you now bow. You know, trying to force some House of the Dragons type of type shit. Of bendini. You know, like be 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 authentic. Be authentic. You know, yeah. find a way around it. See, 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 see these Koreans now. You know, before everybody used to laugh at Korean movies. Now these guys are taking over media. No you check like Netflix it. now. More than half of the new movies are from Koreans or Asians. You mm -hmm. get maybe, maybe mm -hmm. I don't want to. Racist. Maybe not necessarily <laughs> Koreans. Asians, yeah. Either yeah. Japanese people or Koreans or Chinese. Yeah, many, yeah, there are many Indians too, Asia. And India Indian movies, I'm telling you. And you you would see the gradual evolution of these movie industries because they stuck to their identities. They weren't trying to be Western in their storytelling, in the type in the types of stories they chose to tell, in how they chose to unfold their romance. For example, now I'll tell you a very popular Hollywood trope. Do you know in Hollywood, sex is synonymous to love? Have you noticed? No, no. Like when two characters meet now, mm. when two characters meet, mm. maybe a man and a woman, mm. there may be something happens. There's usually like a very high adrenaline. Man is trying to kill somebody or they escape together or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they realize that they're into each other. 
Mm. Then they have these moments where they look into each other's eyes. Maybe they exchange some mildly intimate words. Mm. Maybe somebody tells a story about their childhood. And that one says, oh, wow. I suffer the same fit. Then they kiss. Next thing you know, they are knocking. Then immediately after the sex scene, these guys are soulmates. You get they are going everywhere together. Mm-hmm. They are doing everything mm-hmm. together. The guy is sacrificing his life for the girl. You get the girl is yeah. sacrificing her life for the guy, and it all turned around from that single sex scene, because that sex scene is what they've used to symbolize sure, love. That, that is what it is. Okay. Love has happened here. You get they had sex, and you see that this trope is not really present in Bollywood or in the Korean movie industry. They don't really follow this trope. They explore romance as a theme in different ways that are more culturally familiar for them. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. But in Hollywood, we've adopted that trope. Do you get? If you check a lot of our current movies now, these guys are just waiting for an opportunity to stick their mouths into each other's mouths. I don't have any beef with kissing on TV. I'm not like some prude or some moral guy. I watch your <laughs> I watch Shantytown. Of course. Guy, I watch Shantytown. Yeah, I even it watched was, it. I, I watched it for the same reason that many people watched it. Yes, I was like, sure, uh, I watch it. but then I now saw something. I was like, now I'll watch it. You get? Yeah. I'm not like some kind of food. But we have to question: is that the is that the Nigerian understanding of romance? Ordinary. You get? Yeah. Yeah. Is is that how we is that how we approach romance? Yeah. More importantly, is that the healthy way to view romance? But if you see an actor now that comes out, see, for example, this Nancy, see me, babe, now, that shanty town, came out yeah. and said, fam, he's on my books on TV, he's yeah. a body dog. And people were just going after this babe, calling her unprofessional, um, this, that. Nigerians don't know how to be professional. They don't know how to act, blah, blah. Excel, why don't Nigerians know how to be professional? Because we don't want to go naked and have sex on TV. No, not, not only that, we don't to, we don't we don't to see we don't to uh, portray ourselves how they like if it's all, all this uh, most if it's, if it's Hollywood Hollywood, Hollywood set a standard for professional, do you understand? Okay. And other cultures, you know, sidestep that shit. That will, that one don't concern me. That's good for you guys. But this is how we want to make our own movies. But Nigerians will tell you that if you try to sidestep, it's because you are unprofessional and you are not exposed. Do you understand? Okay. That is the slave mentality. When you accept someone's narrative as superior to yours with no rational basis for it. Culture sharing is important. I feel like it's an important part of the development of the human race. True. Cultures meet, they merge, they share things. Mm. But culture, sh- culture sharing can only happen when each culture that meets has an understanding of and respect for their own context, such that when they meet with somebody else, they say, oh, okay, wow, this actually makes more sense. I should do it this way. Not that they see someone and think, oh, wow, this person's better than me. I should drop everything about how I do and follow this person. Copy, copy this person. When two, when two independent, equally secure, <laughs> in quotes, cultures meet, then the exchange, there's the sharing. Do you understand? They rub off on each other. Mm. But when an inferior culture or a culture that believes they are inferior meets a superior culture, then that is when we have, uh, what's the word for when uh, one culture completely dominates and washes out another one? Um, 
it's not appropriation. Appropriation is when you take yeah, the word is escaping my mind right now. But basically, that is what happens. You get yes. So that that is the that is the slave mentality conversation. So what extent do Africans and Nigerians in particular look down on themselves for no reason at all? I'll give you one funny example that only sticks out to me. Um, a friend and I were going to Ghana for a competition. Mm. Then, um, as we were going, shall we got to the Ghana airport? Mm. Then uh, we saw a bunch of they were there were a bunch of foreigners there, a bunch of white people. Yeah. And then after we walked for a while, my friend pointed out that all the white people were very casually dressed, like they were all wearing very pajamas-like clothing. clothing yeah. Mm. And she was like, ah, I see these white people, they are so chill about travel, like just wearing very chill clothing. And if it's Nigerians now, Nigerians will cack up. Then we both laughed. They, they will cack up like, and wear and wear trad and wear trad and all this. Uh, exactly. Like like, like, like our parents do. Uh, uh, she dress up, you know that they're going somewhere important. And I laughed. I was like, but imagine if it was the other way around. Imagine if it were white people who used to dress up. And then it were Nigerians and Africans that used to dress very casually or shabby. Mm. What is amazing about slave mentality is that then it won't be, ah, see these white people dressing so casually, you can tell it's not a big deal to them. Then it would be, why do Africans like dressing anyhow to public places? You know, why are you dressing so shabby? Can't you dress up? See these white people, they're they dressed up. They're dressed well. So, oh. At least you can tell they're somewhere. That is the crazy thing about slave mentality. It could be the exact same situation. Judith, mm. Just put Western culture on one end and you would see Nigerians hype it up as the ideal. Do you understand? Yep. And put something Nigerian or indigenous, even though there isn't really anything strictly wrong with it per se. Mm. But just because it is Nigerian, Nigerians will tear it down. Because there is that subconscious belief that things that are native to us, things that are indigenous to us, are are, are lesser than jigged. They are not as interesting, yeah, as nice, not as, not as uh, effective. How does? So how, I, 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 okay. I hope you get the point now. Yeah, I understand you. How does? How does? How does this? How do you think this slave mentality? Um, um, how, how does how does it display itself in let's say work now in the, in the workplace do you think uh, well for example uh, I think an easy one is the fact that if you are an applicant and you are coming with a CV from a foreign university you automatically you know get special treatment from HR they won't even bother to go and check the ranking of that university do you know University of Ibadan outranks University of Ohio of what? Of Ohio. University of Ibadan. Serious? Franks University of Ohio. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> on, the, on that world, that world. Yeah, that yeah, I know what you're talking about. We, but you, um, you, UI is 1,000. University of Ibadan is about 1,000 now. As the last time no, I checked. I think, uh, I think we, are, we, are, we, are, we are like inside 1,000. Oh, we're so like. 1, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, now there are something thereabouts, I think. Wow. Yes, I believe. So. But if we both go to... Say, say what I said again, that if we both go to... Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I paused it now, I've continued. If we both went to an interview, you get, okay. mm. and you, you went to the University of Ibadan certificate, and I went to the University of Ohio certificate, who do you think they're going to 
instantly assume is a better candidate. Do you understand? Based off the university. Do you get? Mm. And, you know, one thing you would also realize how, how, it, how slave mentality factors in on, on a much larger scale is that even a lot of our knowledge yeah. in Nigeria yeah. is not contextualized. You get it's imitated. For example, now um, a friend of mine that studied um, food tech was telling me how um, his uh, his his lecturer was telling them one time that none of the tractors they use in the uh, in the uh, in Nigeria last too long because they were not built for our terrain and weather conditions. Do you understand? Yeah. And he was talking about the fact that nobody has bothered to do anything about it. Do you get? Yeah. Like they just keep they keep you know they, they, they keep using machinery that certain people built for a certain yeah. context. Yeah, they are yes. without without bothering to partner with these people to understand how you can redesign this thing. For, for your you, context, for your own. yes. And then the guy was, he, he, my friend was telling me that you see that there are many things like this, even in in um, in in methodology they use in engineering. For example, now some people would maybe they would build a bridge a certain way. Oh. And the person that said you should build the bridge this way mm. was looking at a particular environment when he said it. Yes. But if you carry that person's bridge and build it like that in your own place, things are not always going to work out that way because there are certain differences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not only that, Seth. In 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 things like the the how beautiful it is and how 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 beautiful, like how how the structures still are. Like I don't know if you understand. Not just by there's there's this thing that if, if you look at anyway, this one is happening like everywhere in the world. I would argue. I'm, I'm saying situations like if, if if you take your time and you study, let's say Alsa architecture, it's marvelous okay. to look at. It is gorgeous. You understand and it's as if we we are we are the one and the, the arabia the the um, what is it called the arabs are the ones that they have kept yeah. that thing they are, if, if an arab man is building a house now chances are you still see all those paintings like how they do like how it was yeah, over, exactly. over over a thousand years ago you understand they like exactly. it but we when we build our house we want it to be you know plain to be, to be you know plain to be, to be more other, western yes to be more exactly western. because yeah, if your house because if your house looks like the one in europe that is when you are a big man. You get that is when you are exposed. That's when you are well traveled. You know what you are talking about. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that association? Is that association? Even though it's baseless, I know it costs us. It costs us. It costs us a lot. See, for example, now my dear profession, we are still wearing wig and gown. Why? Ah, I Why saw. are we still wearing? I saw. It, I saw. It makes. It makes absolutely no sense. Do you, you understand? You you don't. You if you don't tell if you. If, if you bring it up, if you bring it up, lawyers, lawyers would defend it so aggressively. You would think it was their grandfather that wrote it into law that we should wear with that now. They say, "Oh, it's traditional." Blah blah. What 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 they argue? What they what I would imagine they argue? I'm not a lawyer, but you know, it was it was um uh, this was got it from the English. But even if you say that, you see that the, the Australians did they wear wig? The Canadians. Uh, is that the proper? Yeah, Canadians. They the wear British the, themselves the, don't wear the wig again. They don't wear it again. <laughs> they don't wear it anymore. Why they we now wear it? For 
they only went for ceremonial purposes. And I think uh, it is a particular type of trial that they wear it for. Wow. That is the thing. Do you get a, 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 a British man will hear, will hear a Nigerian man pronounce tomato as tomato. Mm. And he'll be like, oh, you mean tomatoes? And the conversation will carry on. A Nigerian man would hear you that you are Nigerian, that you speak your native language. Mm. Do you understand that you were born mm. and bred here? You would hear your fellow Nigerian pronounce tomato as tomato and you burst into laughter. Like something happened. You get. Yeah. And so yeah. when you believe, when you believe these people, you know, these people are just there existing, doing their own thing. We are the ones who have pedestalized them. So what you find is that we defend their own way of doing things even more aggressively. Than they defend out. it, keep their culture more aggressively than they get keep it. You get because we, we genuinely believe it is a sign of status, especially down here in the west. You mentioned something about the north, mm. and what you would find is that you know the north is a bit culturally different in this regard. Yeah, you would see educated um, Hausa people, and they speak their language, even down to children of the elite. You get yes, you would you would. Go to some of you drive past some northern states. You see that there are bridges. People have these traditional Hausa paintings. Yes. You know, it, of course, they, they they are also they are also subsumed under that larger slave mentality that African society operates under. Yes. But you can still tell that difference. You get. Yeah. And that's why uh, in in Hausa in uh, in Nigerian law in Nigerian law mm. um, the north northern states are the only states that have the exclusion of British law written into law. Like, they outrightly wrote it that you will not use British law to decide um, on any matter, on any matter. Yeah. unless there is absolutely no other alternative. And even then, what you would use is the most reasonable law you would find. It could be British, it could be anything else. But they outrightly exclude the, you, that yeah. difference because there is that subtle cultural difference between the north and the south I guess, I guess, regarding that state I guess there's something very respectable about that there's always that idea there's there's always something to admire about people that would rather think for themselves in that regard like yeah, i don't exactly. even understand what i'm saying that just that instead of just doing you know um copy co copy and paste uh, we're, we're almost out of time anyway but i still want to ask you a few questions okay so how do how do we how do we get off okay. this this slave mentality? How do we how do we get how how do we you know? Yeah, I, I've, I've I've thought about it a lot. I've thought about it a lot, and the the answer is simple. The at every given point in time in history, it's only a minority of the population that moves society forward. Do you understand? Yeah, it's a minority of the population that determines the course of societies across history. You understand? It's always a minority. Yeah. They set the pace, then everybody else, what, what we call the masses, you understand? Mm -hmm. They fall in line. Mm -hmm. what, what we need is a serious cultural awakening of Nigerian educated elites. And it's, it's very sad because the problem originates from these same people themselves. Do you understand? These same Nigerian educated elites, their idea of what is educated, what is progressive, mm. what is forward, mm. many of those things are they are inherently 
they they inherently discard of Nigerian identity or cultural identity. So uh, uh, to speak. Do you I, want, I want to say something. I don't necessarily think okay. it's um like our parents now. I, I feel it's more of our generation thing, or just the generation above above, above our own. I'm saying like you and I, we are we are in the same age bracket. I'm saying people that are, you know forty something. I think it's them that started that. Why, why, why am I saying this? You, my parents, my, my dad travels, and my mom, they travel a lot. And anywhere they go, he wears his normal track. You understand? And, and they, she, she ties her own wrapper every single place she goes to. You know, no matter wherever she is, she's going to in the world. I feel that, yeah, think, although you have made these points before, I feel that even though that they did that, they do that, like they wear it, he's a Yoruba man, he's a Yoruba man. He goes overseas. He may try. He, yeah. say, he may say, "Let me, let me taste this food." Though, but if you leave him, <laughs> he's shiting his amala. Uh, yeah, he will go to his place. But it, it seems that essentially is, although although is a failure of them to transfer that thing to the young ones. You understand? Like you like to us and everything. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying because I'm they sorry. because they they wear it properly and do have like I'm saying. That, that outward part of culture yeah i'm talking about you know the dressing yeah. you understand so i feel that is that disconnect between their their their, their inability to transfer that thing because you, you you look at you look at the the elites you look at what they wear you understand you see him wear his strad you see his his with son his son with son with a clothes that in your mind you're like okay this is not this is not the Yoruba way. But you look at the Asians, for example, now they wear the, the dad will wear that outward part of their culture, and the, yeah. the, the children wear it. I saw, so that, what I'm trying to say is that although the elites have have a lot to answer for, but I also feel that yeah. the young the the the, the 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 generation before ours, you understand, they also have yeah. that have that issue. Yes, definitely, definitely. There, there's there's definitely an age factor to it. It's definitely an age factor to it. Like I said, I'm 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 past the point of blaming anybody or trying to sound judge. Mm. Though those are parents' generation, like you described, many of them were just doing what they felt to give their put their children ahead, you get, or you know, make their children have more status or have a better shot at society. Yeah. So you know, when they were sending you to schools where they were focusing on you and teaching you how to speak the best English, it wasn't because they were thinking, oh, I don't want my child to speak. My native tongue. He was uh, thinking, "Oh, I want my child to be successful in life. He needs to go to a good school, and this is what they do at good well, schools." Yes. Yeah. So of course, definitely, the age factor comes in. But my point is, even in our generation, it's going to have to be the the creators, the creatives. I know creative, cre creative extent. It basically means just to create. It could yes. be business. It could be art. It could be entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Basically, anybody that is exactly music. Anybody that is making something. And most creatives are going to come from the educated elites. Unfortunately, these educated elites in our generation are people that want absolutely nothing to do with, to, to do, to do with their identity. You get that Nigerians. You tell them they don't care what are you talking about. I don't care that I don't speak my language. These things are not important to me. To get yeah, it, 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 to them it has no relevance in the framework. So it's going to be a very uphill battle. But I feel like if there can be a gradual awakening of that consciousness amongst this Nigerian yeah. then we would start to infuse um, Afrobeat is already doing a lovely job. Okay. That I love the fact that it's always the trenches guys that blow. 
in Afrobeat, at least you don't, now. You don't, you don't, you don't want, yeah, you don't want trust for to talk. Any JJC, exactly, any trust for kids. Any trust for kids should blow. And they'll not be like, so so you never stopped for one day in your life. Come with their accent. I mean, David is a trust for kids. David is a trust for kids. But David is authentic. Yeah, and the streets love him. He sings you by the songs, you know, like this boy, oh, oh, that Basile, like he knows, yeah, he knows what about, about here. Mm, <laughs> mm. So, like, it's not even necessarily about wealth, you get it's just about people with that mentality, of, <laughs> um, you know, just coming to whitewash westernized things because they think that is how it should be. I'm glad that he still trenches guys that are blowing in Afrobeats because that's what's going to help Afrobeats maintain its identity. Is so that... hopefully, if we can get that consciousness and get to that point where we infuse that identity in other things we create, in our business, mm. in our movies, do you understand? Mm. In our day-to-day culture, in our idea of what we consider cool, okay. of what we consider you know, nice, what we consider high status, mm. then slowly, it will start to change. Slowly, it will start to change. But if not, if that consciousness doesn't come, and if it doesn't come soon, uh-huh. Uh, you know, I it, well maybe it's not really something to be scared about. I do have this theory that the world is globalizing towards this one way, mass. one, one way of doing something. That, that's I, there are two questions that remain that I want to ask you. Is that okay. one? Is that one and another one? The first one is just is is, is more of should I say? It's an observation of the way me I do t- do things like that, like when it comes to all these cultural things, because um, obviously people are not going to like people are not going to ch- leave was not reasonable and do something just because it's cultural. Let me let, let me explain what I mean. And I also personally personally I believe that you do things based on which one is the most reasonable. You understand? For example. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the Yoruba way of like marriage. For example, now I'm not going to have three wives or four wives. You understand? So for something like that, it, the 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 idea of of relationship and marriage, something like that, I, that I, I prefer is probably that of um, that of the Georgians. The Georgians they have they have this way that they look at it that I think is is really reasonable. And then you also look at. Um, um, I think the Swedes have no, no, not only the Swedes too, but I think, I think the Koreans too. They have this way of, um, the way they present their food and the way their food is. They have they had in Sweden it's called lagum, lagum. And, and what that what, what that means is that everything is just perfect. It's not too much, not too small, and, and it's a life. It's a life. Uh, what's it called? It's something that they apply throughout all their life. You understand that. <coughs> It's something that me personally I apply to food. You understand that that you have money. I don't know if you have noticed this thing that let's say you want to get suya and you are really hungry, you need suya. If you can't mess up and buy suya of TK, after a while you'll not be enjoying that suya again. Yeah. You understand? So when you are really hungry, you should probably just buy suya of like one five. You understand? Yeah. Like suya, suya is because if you can't overspend, it's just there will be a point where it reaches demolition returns that it's no longer <laughs> interesting. It, it will kill your appetite for suya in the future. In, your, in the future, so that's the Swedes. They have that thing, and I, I, I really admire um, that. Mm. So why, why I'm bringing all this is, all, all this up is that at one at what point should we should we should we dispel 
um, cultural, as in cultural or traditional norms that, okay, fine, this just not done, does not make sense. Like, another example, don't worry, you're a bad boy. That carving thing you know, that you draw lines, you understand? <laughs> you understand? I met, I, I met this girl recently. She, she's an Igbo girl. It's just recently I found out that some Igbo people do that. Igbo cultures do that thing too. That she, she had one here. I said, I asked her, what's up? That, that what happened? And she said, she said that what happened was that she was born very sick. And so in their culture, if you are born very sick, when you cut the this thing, you understand? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And so, so when, she, when she comes back, they will know his army. <laughs> no, no, it's actually it's actually not that. They according to her, they did it. They they did it so that the spirits will have mercy on the child. Like no, oh, sorry, the spirits oh. the spirits will help. Like the spirits is it to thank the spirits. But the point was that she was very sick and then they, you know, interceded. And then she's now okay now. So that's like a thank, like a mark that okay, fine, no. This this one was saved by the spirits. And my, as she was saying this is the girl that me have been eyeing since so making sure that I was like, ha I, I started on eyeing her. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see, I don't see, let, let's be serious. I don't want to tell you that, that type of thing. So at what point, like, like with what I've said, yeah. I, I think that's a reasonable approach to you get, like, for example, another example of things I like in Yoruba is the, obviously the culture and the respect in that sense that you should probably listen to your elders because they, they have seen life and they probably have an idea that you have not yet thought of. And so... And that translates to how Yorubas deal with many people. With they just have their, it seems to be that they are very respecting people. You understand? And so, at, but there are still drawbacks. There are still negatives of this culture. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. There are still negatives of all this culture. Yeah. So, at what point do we, like, how how do you, for example, how do you know? Okay, well, this is the one I'm keeping, and this is the one I'm not keeping. Well. <laughs> Um, like I, I say from time to time, the, the, the one immutable law of the universe is logic. Everything begs to make sense. Just that it's how, it's how the world moves forward. Things make sense. So I feel like, you know, a lot of the cultures that we see today, just that, yeah. they, they were things that naturally evolved out of certain contexts. And culture is dynamic. Even if even if um, Yoruba people were never colonized, you get if we mm. never had uh, if if we had the highest self-esteem in the world, such that nothing influenced our culture, our culture will still change on its own spontaneously. You get yes. As long as the situations that people are exposed to, their environment changes, culture will change. Uh, you mentioned tribal marks, for example. We know where tribal marks came from. It came from uh, periods where there was constant war and raging. People needed to be able to identify themselves, you know, know exactly who you are, where you are coming from. But, you know, if you look at an oil man and an if a man, you can't tell the difference just by looking at them. You get yes. it. had to be something extra. So that's where tribal marks came except, from. Except of course, now we live in, in. No, I was about to make words. it. I was about to. Speak to... Yeah, no, 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 just to say champion. Yeah, the Oyama will say something. <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible joke. <laughs> well, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to say Sampion. Sampion. So, of course. <laughs> now, now we live in a nation state here. There's no need for that anymore. You get yeah. mm. So, you know, it's 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 not it's not really our identity is not tribal marks. It's a part of it. Yeah. Just that. But it's yeah. not identity. Mm. Our identity is our joint context that changes from time to time. The only thing I'm saying is that Nigerians should learn and Africans in general should learn not to act against their own interests. You get should learn not to discard of things that are comfortable for them or the test for me is always reasoning. Ask yourself, does this make sense? And then you know one thing you need to know is that even in each culture, they are always going to be. I mean, I'm talking about the the general um, cultural consciousness now. Yeah. But as individuals, mm. they are always going to be put in each culture that don't particularly mess with the culture they were born into. You get. Yeah. You go to America, for example. Now there are people that embrace Japanese culture. Americans like embrace mm. Japanese culture very deeply. Everything they do, they try to dress Japanese. Blah blah blah. In Japan, there are people. I was watching this TikTok video. Um, and it's basically for this group of guys that basically are really into Jamaican culture, but they are Asians. You get. Okay. So there's always going to be that individual freedom to make choices. You get. Yeah. But as a as a group, as a community, mm. do you understand? Yeah. Are you doing what makes sense for you at the time? Or are you just chasing some imaginary standard that you think there is, you get, because you, you, you've you pedestalized a certain group of people? So the, the test is always going to be reasoning. It's always going to be reasoning. Does it make sense? And then, of course, we now have to get to the inevitable point of different things make sense to different people, you know. But I agree on what makes sense. But this is when you have to start interrogating people's reasoning. Do you understand? And really asking why. When you see that certain things are a certain way, you ask why. For example, now I was standing, I was talking to a friend. You know, they were serving, we we're trying to organize a program, like it's kind of like a TED talk. And they were talking about a point of discussion refreshment. Then this teammate was complaining about how uh, uh, meat pies and egg rolls were so expensive these days, blah, blah, blah. And um, refreshment is going to cost a lot. Yes. I was like, ah, why don't we consider more indigenous snack food options? You know, maybe Bali, there's Bali, there's, a, there's Akara. You know, there's a bunch of traditional food options that, you know, are tasty and people would yes, enjoy. Yes, people would enjoy. And then, you know, she looked at me like I was mad. You get like, serve Bali at the talk. Like, what do you think this is? Do you think this is? And then, of course, the jokes started flying out from team members. You know, this is not trenches, step up. Do you think this is Kinecom, blah, blah, blah? It's hard. You know, the jokes just kept flying. And you know, Nigerians, we get really creative now. When it's time to shit on ourselves, we get really creative. So the jokes just started flying out. I know it, that's just like a, it's just like a microcosm mm. of what the real problem is. Even when it doesn't make any sense. Do you get? Yeah. Even when it doesn't make any sense, Nigerians will discard off their own things or the way they do things because they just believe it is low class. They just believe it's inferior. And it's just very deeply ingrained into their minds. So, you know, um, American culture has a very huge influence in Japan. You know, but you can't, you can't look at Japan and say, yeah, they've lost their identity. Do you understand? Mm. Um, uh, Japanese culture has a huge influence in the UK, for example. But you never look at British people and doubt that British people 
act like British people. Do you understand? Or they understand their own context. Mm. So when we get to the point where we divorce ourselves from the idea that things that are Nigerian are necessarily inferior just because they are Nigerian, then it will become much more easy for us to, you know, really mix and merge well with other cultures, really know that, okay, mm. you know, this this one makes more sense and how we do it. Okay, I understand, okay. What, I understand, I understand what you're saying. I understand this. So you only change things when it makes sense for you. When, when it makes sense for you don't exactly. don't don't lose a part of um of the identity you are born in no not born in per se or the or, or your identity like your cultural context because of uh God, just yeah. because you feel is your own is inferior without understanding why like you first have to say okay fine why do they do these things like this and is it better than the way me i do things and everything oh, that's that, that's exactly. that. Uh, you you brought up the issue of you brought up the point of the respect in yeah. your culture. Can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, I can hear you. I uh, can hear you. And I you know, yeah, that's that's an interesting point to raise actually, because you know a lot of people don't understand why such emphasis is placed on age in Yoruba culture. And and you know, not just Yoruba culture, but you notice that it's it's many Nigerian cultures, a lot of respect is placed on age. If someone yeah. is elderly. You give them respect. And what people don't think of is that for the longest time, there was no writing in these cultures. Do you understand? Yeah. So knowledge was passed down orally. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So the older a person was, you know, old people were like living encyclopedias for their communities. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of emphasis had to be placed on it because it was an oral culture where age was very important, you understand? Yes. But, you know, uh, of course, that age thing is, is being grossly blah, blah, blah. And, you know, instead of people to try to understand the context and see how we can rearrange ourselves, you know, in this new modern age where, you know, age is not really, age is not necessarily a marker of uh, intelligence or even necessarily wisdom, per se. Yeah, yeah. What you have just people saying, uh, what you just have just people saying, oh, exactly. Nigeria, uh, Nigerian culture is shit, all this age nonsense. I must have respect you because you're old. Just talking out of their ears. Do you understand? Because they don't really understand their own context. Do you understand? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of it is just understanding and trying to think of the extent to which you've internalized this idea that, you know, Western is progressive and Nigeria or African is progressive. You have to really query yourself, you know. It's all of us. I used to I used to be the kind of person I used to laugh. When people speak and they had accent interference, you know, I used to laugh at them. When people tabon, you laugh at them, do you understand? Or you know, they pronounce a word wrongly, you laugh. You know, but now and I think back at all those things and it just it seems silly to me, you get because nobody ever laughed at French people mispronouncing English words. They thought it was cute. They thought it was romantic. <laughs> you get. So why is Anibo man's uh, television? Why is it such a Pazzo. why is it such a jiget? Why, uh -huh, why is it such a why is it such a big deal? Mm, yeah. So it, it's just it's a lot of really stepping back and just trying to unlearn that subtle mentality and applying the test of reason to everything. Does it make sense yeah. for me, for my context, for where I'm coming from? Mm. Is this what works better for us as a community? Yeah. Uh -huh, that we move forward from. Okay, so so essentially, what 
what you're saying is if we are to if you are to push back against this um from from what, what you have said so far throughout the discussion is that first things first um, yeah. the people that will probably carry the trend forward are probably the elites the elite the uh, most got creative yes. elites to be more specific the creative elites we yes. carry forward and two if we are to move forward if we are to um Move, um, get away from this mindset we also have to um like individuals have to get ask why and and become more reasonable as that to, to ask questions that what was the contest as which this was yeah and this you know and yeah. before before we do things okay yeah. that makes sense because one other thing that we also have to consider i'm, I'm just bringing this up before because the time is running up one thing that we we'll consider safe is that we also look at things like um they are in 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 a world that is that is chasing objectivity uh, although I, I i don't agree with that mentality but the world is in some sense trying to get what is the perfect of everything you understand and there, there, there are still some things that we know that they are perfect what i'm trying to say is that if if if, if i tell you that you're eating something now like there are some foods that are not just healthy for you I think I watched a video where um, this gentleman, she's from, she's from um, Hawaii. No, 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 Haiti. He's from Haiti. And, you know, from all these places that um, the, the people there were enslaved before, and most of the stuff that we were eating were very, um, you know, that had plenty oil, like a ridiculous amount of oil. You know how they, they say that, you know how they say Yorubas like oil too? Yeah. Uh -huh. And so he was saying that, listen, because it's our food that we grew up with and it's our cultural thing. like if you come to our house that's why yeah, i expect you, you expect me to serve you and stuff does not mean that it's healthy you understand so if we look through that that lens now there are things that like it's going to like it's going to preserve some things and it's also going to remove some things because there are some things that we are doing culturally that does not make any sense like 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 in the one like the example i gave that we are trying to preserve life you want to eat healthy you understand there are some foods that we just have to go. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like how we, we are, obviously rice will not go, but an obsessive amount of rice. You understand that Yoruba foods that you see a Yoruba man that early in the morning, Eba, then uh, in the afternoon, pounded yam, at night, Amala. And it's like, that's an excessive amount because it's our food, it's our food. You understand so I, I i i think that the the more um scientific we get and the more we start, start to understand these things there there will inevitably be parts of our culture that would have to go in the way of reasoning and so that's why i actually support this argument that you you just you said a little bit of that the way the world is going is as if there'll be a convergence at one point towards this the way that the whole world does things because people, people are not going to see something that does not make sense and then just leave it and then does not do it so i would imagine that in some sense we also have to just out of pure pride what i mean by pride is pride in where we are from and and do something like even though it does not make sense i've built in my i've built my house as let's say i'm someone from um i'm an arab and i've built my house i'll just do all those arabian paintings you understand although that i may not enjoy let's say some of their foods i feel that is not healthy for me and I'll make sure that my child speaks the language, for example. Something yes. like that. I feel that there'll be a lot of cherry picking in, in this in, 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 in all those type definitely. of things. There will definitely be a lot of cherry picking. Uh, like I said, you know, everybody's not always going to be in tune 
to a culture to the same degree yeah. as individuals at the end of the day it, people like what they like you get right. um if someone likes is Leo Wayne's music that makes them feel alive no amount of uh, propaganda is going to make them start listening to Ashake because they want to prove that they are juget. They get they want to prove that they are they are juget. But it's just it's just important we get to a point where things that are Nigerian are not deemed inferior just because. Just just juget. because. Uh, just that's just that's just the point we have. To get to. Of course, there's always there's always going to be variations. New knowledge is always going to come up. Come up. Going to make certain things. Like I said, you know, even if Nigerians were the only people in the world, if there was no other culture. You get mm. our culture will still change on its own. You get so you know how much more when there's interaction with different knowledge perspectives from different places around the world, mm. there will definitely be a change. But you would only change healthily if you are changing from a secure position, just and of confidence and pride in where you come from, okay, in your okay. identity. Um, last la- last question, okay, second to the last question. Where um when are you going to write a book about this? Or do you plan to write a book about this type of stuff? Or, or do you I, think I, that I, you know it, it's much easier to talk than to than to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was about to advise you on something. There are ways that you can do it if you are just, you know, you know there, there, there you know there are many books that are uh, much good, like years, like hundreds of years ago, that how they would do it is that the man will just stand and be and be like this and be talking and then yeah, somebody will be writing and so so you know <laughs> I, are, I don't have that much money yet it's not, it's not, no 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 i'm saying that i'm saying that there is a cheap way through ai now uh, through ai yeah that i think there is this okay. there is this um um, um app Jasper. On, there's yeah yeah something like that otter the one i use is otter you understand o the o-t-t-e-r and so what, what you just okay. do is that i think I think you get how many minutes how many minutes every i think an hour every day or there about i've forgotten the free version yes so if okay. you pay you can imagine it's unlimited and so what i do what you just do is that you just talk like you, let's say you you, you um what is good you itemize your ideas or you list your ideas yeah. and then you now talk about each one then after you can now edit you understand so okay. if you, you understand so you can you can That's make your argument yeah yeah you can use other to do. i don't know it's on um it's on it's on it's on apple so yeah, you're not planning on writing a book about it anytime soon. And I, I, I do have that desire, but it's just that you know when it's time to write a book, you, you always get confronted with that idea that maybe you don't know enough yet. You know, maybe oh. you should read a bit more. You know, get a bit more authority behind your name. Mm. Or you know, maybe that's just like a lie we tell ourselves. Not um, difficult. Yeah. But yeah, it is. It's definitely something I have in mind. Even if I want to go ahead to write a book, mm. eventually when my medium. And my account becomes active. I'll be dropping regular articles. Regular, this, uh, yeah. Uh, on, on Eventually, yes. It's How come your media account is not active? I would, I would like to. I get Substack now. Uh, okay, yeah. Substack is also a good idea. Yeah, I guess Substack. Oh, okay. okay I read so on, so on, on Substack. Yeah, I just don't write. I just don't mm. write yet. But Substack. soon enough. Hopefully. Substack. Substack is the future, man. The future mm. for like for writers or for you know people that okay. enjoy that thing. Yeah. Okay. Just, do, they, do they have a monetization platform as well? I don't know. I just go there to look, look at look, look at to their read. stuff. Yeah, to read, to, to, read, to read their stuff. I would once in a while when I get, when someone says go and read this article that is dope as fuck. Did you read um, Karim Abdul-Jabbar's article on um, LeBron breaking his record? How will you be pissed? Is he pissed, Abi? Is he angry? Sorry? I say he's angry. No, he wasn't angry. 
the article was about him saying he he's hurt. Everybody feels he's annoyed at it. Because well, because people are you saying that he doesn't get please. Please, I'm I'll be furious. Forget all these things that you're saying. Yeah. Uh, he stood, uh, but, but he tries. He stood for fifty something years. Yeah. Me, I'll, be, I'll be furious. Ah, like if I was a footballer and 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 yeah. what's it called? And uh, Ronaldo is about to break my record, for example. I'll, there's nothing funny about like um, I think this inter, the one that Ronaldo broke for international goals. You understand yeah, yeah. Uh, that it was uh, wasn't was this gentleman from Ireland. Um, Keen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so Keen was like, he, he tweeted that time that um, when when it was remaining, like I think two goals for Ronaldo to pass. Yeah. He, he tweeted and was like, Ronaldo, of all these records you have, she cannot just leave this one for me. <laughs> that night, that night, Ronaldo scored hat trick. All <laughs> <laughs> the response. Scored hat trick and passed the record. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll be annoyed. I'm not going to lie. I mean, nobody wants to be remembered as you know. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, really to be it. forgotten. Yeah, to be forgotten right now, to be you know seen as the second best. People just look at highest goals. Nobody looks at who's the third highest goals. Yeah, yeah. We don't look at definitely. the highest. So he's, well, he's, I, I, I also feel like playing at that level. One thing all of them get to understand is that you know, nobody's time is forever. True, you get. True. I think it's one thing all of them would have had to confront at one point. Or two, at some point. You know? Yeah, and I mean something. Yes, that's huge. He tried. He tried. Yeah, you get. Tried. So. The article was basically just him saying like he was always rooting for LeBron, and like you know he, he mentioned how some I think there's a song called Kevin Magic the Magic Johnson. Eh, hey, Magic Johnson, yeah. You don't know anything about sports, guy. I don't. I barely know anything. Once it comes to watching, like watching teams and following them, just count me out. I don't barely know. Magic so Johnson. the guy was he was saying how the Magic Johnson guy said in an interview that uh, he would be furious. If LeBron broke the record, and he was like, it hurts him because he didn't see any reason why the guy would think that you get. But it was it was an interesting article to read. Yeah. It was very very yeah. interesting to read. And did you see the memes on Twitter? Yes, no. <laughs> they kept roasting that guy. <laughs> and the point was the way his face was. Let I I watched yeah, I, 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 I actually watched that bad. game. I watched that game. His face was like you know all these all these you know the Russian poker face now like the way they yeah. do. The, that you don't know if they're happy or sad, but his own is that it was now like tilted with a bit of sadness. I don't know if maybe that's just his, his resting face is sad. And the fact that he's, you know, he's really skinny, he looked, oh, ah, yeah, it was making it, it was I just, thought. yeah, they, 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 they went to school on him. They went to school on him. He said, said they woke an old man up from his house <laughs> just to come and watch his record get broken. Get broken. Yeah, that's what I said, me, I won't come. I will not come. In fact, I'll threaten the guy. I'll be like, see, see that shot if you take it. If you take it. <laughs> Bro, it's... Anyway, Sha, you, you, you should get our Substack. Okay. Um, now, okay, now that we know that you're, you're having a Substack account, where should where should people, uh, you know, like where do you post your work or, or your social media and just so that people um, follow you? My, my medium is, I think, Uluwadaralania. There's not much content on it yet, uh, unfortunately. So I don't know. There's not. There's nothing to send people to fans yet. Yeah. The only platform where I have some form of content is Quora. I used to write on Quora way back when, 2016 mm. or so. That was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Way back when. So um, my name there is Daryl Lanio. But you know, eventually when it comes out, mm. um, 
I mean, we'll definitely hear about it now. So yeah, yes, now, of course. I'll put, I'll put it out there. Is for, for someone like you that is very what's that word is very um opinionated vocal. yeah 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 because i think i butchered that word it's vocal <laughs> that is what i say <laughs> for someone like you that is very vocal you know you have i have plenty of ideas you should always have yes and you, you like writing now i know you like writing so probably you should, you should be dropping something now yes definitely definitely yeah. it's in the works it's in the works <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, it was, it was I really mean, this 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 podcast too has inspired me. I mean, like it's, it's small now, but you're starting something here. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's definitely a lot of thought that is going into it. It's, it's, it's inspiring, actually. Uh, thank also you. Also, take our two steps too. <laughs> I, you understand? It's now, now. It's, it's, it's now that you're young that you should be doing all this yeah, stuff exactly. now. Yes, I cannot be having five children now that they're running around here. <laughs> yes, I'm and, telling you. And the, the, the last one looking at me that, listen, I need Pampas. Yes, <laughs> I, I, you're not having a podcast. It seems reasonable to start it now. Where, like, the, the next event I have today now is Arsenal match yeah. by 4 30. So I like, yeah. I like, I have enough time, actually. So, time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But so tell your friends, Sha. Yeah, tell, definitely. Tell your friends, you know, for people that I, I would like to discuss with, you know, given that the people I, I, I spoke to in uni were few, were very few, like, you know, do you understand what I'm trying to you know, it's when yeah, I met Steven that I now met you. You understand? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, so if, if if there are more people that are, I, I always post it that if someone is willing to, you know, let's discuss about something. I'm always down. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sure. Take care. Out okay. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. I will see you next time. Bye.